This is a podcast about all things St. Pete, hosted by the one and only St. Pete is Super Cool. As always, this is Sadabe, and I'm with Vinny, the general manager of St. Pete Brewing. How are you today? I'm doing pretty good. Slightly exhausted because I feel of all that the work. One. I know. Yeah, all that banging you hear in the background, it's just, it's all the construction. Good yeah. things are coming. We've been a construction site for like, maybe like three, four weeks now. Oh, and, and I've been at the helm, taking yeah. taking a, a lot of extra responsibilities and making sure that some new changes are coming to St. Pete and it's keeping me busy. Nice. Well, we're going to talk a little bit more about that. So let's start with like, how long have you been with St. Pete Brewing? Um, I got the job here as a bartender a month after I moved to Florida, which was 10 days after Hurricane Irma. So okay. uh, coming up on four years. Nice. November 1st will be my four-year anniversary. Yay. Yeah. Happy almost four-year anniversary. Yeah, thank you. And so then you haven't been like the general manager. You've been the general manager for how long? Um, for, I'm guessing, not guessing, let me think, uh, a month and a half. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, congrats. Yeah. I've uh, been spearheading a lot of new change around here. Nice. Nice. Was it a job you wanted, or did they just kind of offer it to you, and you were like, you know, I could totally do that? Well, there was a vacancy in the position of general manager, and, you know, post-quarantine and pandemic and everything, just never really got around to it, but with the um, expansion that's happening behind us now, we as a team definitely knew that someone had to take a management responsibility and being the longest tenured employee here it just seemed kind of like the right fit yeah yeah i love that so then like what changes are you making to st pete brewing to make this like space better um well for starters i'm uh changing the hours which is going to be uh happening in november we're going to be a um noon until midnight brewery Oh, fun. And that there is no other, I think, in town that, that is noon to midnight every single day. Not that I know of. Um, but I, I'm revamping the event schedule. I'm getting some um, recurring events that are going to happen. Nice. You know, and then just really getting our weekend schedule with more live events. Uh, I'm doing physical changes to the space as far as um aesthetically out front mm-hmm. uh, on first avenue north we're trying to just stand out more um and then aesthetically in the next in the space next to us having a little bit of say with that and i want to just bring more energy into the into the into the space nice and then like so what eventually like after all this expansion is done and all your changes are done what do you really want st pete brewing to be to the community a beacon, honestly. We've been in St. Pete since 2014 in downtown. We're one of three breweries that are in downtown St. Pete. And I really want, you know, we have the namesake of, of the city. And yeah. I think that's a really important thing because especially as it's such a tourist town that it is, um, and the transient town, when people search the word breweries in St. Pete, they're often one of the first ones that yeah. come up. And I want them to come here and have that experience if they feel like they've had a really good time in St. Petersburg. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. So then moving like a little bit, like you guys brew all your own beers here, right? Because you guys have like 10 barrels in there where you can like brew your own stuff. Correct. 
Okay, tell me a little bit about that process and how that goes. Well, the, um, that would be Mr. John McCracken's big deal. He came up with most of the recipes. He, wow. you know, he goes through his creative process of brewing and then goes right through the brew house the boiling and the cooling, fermentation, into the brights, canning line, drinking. So it's a, it's a really such a process. It's, it is, but it's like it's kind of like making tea or soup, where it's kind of not so much of a process mm -hmm. once you have it down. Yeah. Um, and then when you have all the equipment back there, it makes it relatively yeah. easy to do it. It's just a lot of monitoring and and. Once you have that the process down, then you get to add in creativity. Nice. Do you think you guys will add like any more like barrels to make more? Because you have ten right now, right? Correct. Do you think you'll add any more? I'm not certain on that, honestly, at the moment. Um, with the way that expansion's going, mm -hmm. it, that is not in the cards. Um, it takes a lot of money and time to yeah. get that built out. And but if it were to happen. I imagine that we would have to do like a, a major expansion. I imagine, yeah, because those things are quite big. Yeah. And I imagine with 10, you can get a lot of beer out. We push out plenty of volume. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you guys struggle with that. No. No. Um, any new flavors he's coming up with that we can kind of expect towards the end of the year? Sure. Well, our Florida Man Goes Crazy, which is an Imperial Wheat beer. Okay. Um, a very popular beer around here. Uh, that's going to be back on tap soon. Uh, we have a blackberry orange wheat coming out. Ooh. I know that John's working on an ESB coming up. Um, and then getting ready for more of the, the holiday mm -hmm. flavor of uh, like winter warmers and yeah. some of the, the fun stouts and porters and stuff like that. This might sound really nasty, but I'm one of those people that really likes eggnog. And I think if we try to like turn like the flavor of eggnog into a beer that might be really interesting. I think you're on something. Yeah, it might, I don't know, it might really divide people like pineapple on pizza, but you know, uh, someone needs to try it. There's something out there for everyone. Exactly. <laughs> I might, I didn't think I would really like the whole like the pumpkin beer you guys have, um, but that was actually really good. I was like, yeah. oh, okay. We did a pumpkin beer, uh, which is our drop dead gorgeous, and we uh -huh. did a small batch of that with some coffee from Bandit Brewing or Bandit Coffee Company, uh -huh. and I, I love that beer. It's, yeah, it's so good. It's crazy what you can like do with. I mean, coffee and pumpkin. Yeah, let's thank you. <laughs> you know, I definitely played that uh, game a lot. You know, working at Starbucks when Pumpkin Spice yeah. came out, people lost their minds. Yeah. You know, I I know the feeling. PSL stands for Pumpkin Spice Life, not Pumpkin Spice yes. Latte. Yeah, it's I we. <laughs> We were in Safety Harbor yesterday, and I was like, we have to stop by Starbucks, and I have to, like, get at least one pumpkin cream gold brew for the season. Mm. Like, I can't just, like, completely cut it out of my life completely. Um, so would you say you have one beer that is, like, your specialty and that you are known for more than, like, others that you serve? Absolutely. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, the St. Pete Orange Wheat is, okay. to me, um, a flavor of the Tampa Bay region. Nice. Um, we're, it's definitely popular, and we definitely move a lot of units to that. Nice. And then, do you guys do any collabs with other breweries, or is that like something that you guys possibly want to do in the future? We we have we've uh, we've done local collabs with uh, Overflow Brewing Company. I think we did Dunkel, which is really delicious. Um, nice. We've worked with Malmo Brewing Company, which is out of Sweden. 
Oh. Um, Sweden. Sweden or Finland? Somewhere in Scandinavia. <laughs> um, and, uh, and you know, throughout the state of Florida, we've, we've mm -hmm. messed around, but I think we like to keep it local. Yeah, definitely keep yeah. it local. I do like to see, though, that, like, there is a lot of collaboration between the businesses and the creatives in downtown sure. St. Pete. Like any creative yeah. endeavor. Yeah, you definitely don't want to turn into an island. No. You definitely want to, you know, pull help from the community and, and kind of do things together. So... As far as like the front of the building goes, mm -hmm. I know you put in a bid for Shine. Are we going to be seeing any like new murals on the front for you guys? We're keeping our fingers crossed at the moment. Okay. Um, as far as Shine goes, if, um, if if that does not pan out, we're we're still definitely going to work on getting a new uh, aesthetic on the wall as well yeah. as a mural or something. Um, uh, the 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 banyan tree hop. Derek Donnelly piece, which I think was one of his very first, or if not his first, mural downtown. Mm -hmm. um, not to say it run its course, but we're trying to just update a lot about the image yeah. here. And we have the space which is next to us, not the old beans and barler space, but mm -hmm. the offices next yep. to us. And we want to run a, a, um, a continuous mural all the way down that part of the block as well. So oh, that would be fun. We, we just want a bigger mural. Yeah. So people on First Ave North and can really See. notice us, mm -hmm. at, especially during the day and, well, especially at night where if we have lights out there and a new fresh mural, people will definitely yeah, have their yes, eyes drawn to it. They will. Especially with the new bus, rapid bus transit that's going to be bringing people by here on a regular basis. So to me, it seems important. Have you ever seen, I don't know if you're familiar with John Tacker and Bar Rescue, but it's like he like has worked in like the service industry and like hospitalities and stuff like that, like his entire life. And he goes around and he like rescues bars. Okay. And his whole thing too is like, if the front of your like building, you can't see it, you're not going to drive people in. So that's his huge mm -hmm. thing too, is he's like, the front of the building yeah. has to be like. Yeah. It has to be magnetic. Yes. Yeah. Bringing people you in. Wanna, you want to just. Pull them all in. Yeah. Well, if Shine doesn't get back to you, then there's plenty of talented artists in the city who would definitely. Yeah, I, I have uh, I have something in the works that nice. uh, if Shine doesn't work, that I might like to play as our own version of that event. Um, all things considered. Nice. Well, that'll be exciting to see. Yeah. So then, if you could serve up a drink to anyone, who would you serve a drink to? That's a pretty good question. It, honestly, and this is gonna sound so silly. Uh, I haven't seen my parents in a while, so <laughs> I would love if my parents made it into town and were able to sit down and have a beer with me. Yeah, like, and where are your parents? Uh, they live in New Jersey. New Jersey. Yeah. Okay, that would be nice. Yeah. I haven't seen them in a while, and that that would probably make me the happiest to serve. Well, we need to get your come down and me see him. <laughs> yeah, mom, dad, come on now. Come see him. Um, I mean, do they like, are they able to like travel often or is it because of COVID that they're really just not? Yeah, they, they, they used to live down here and okay. um, they moved back north to be around more family and Aww. 
I'm not making Windsor, so I'm not following it. <laughs> yeah. I always feel like it is, though, for, like, parents and, like, people who are getting older, they want to, like, move away from the winters. Yeah. So I think it's just kind of funny that your parents were like, no, we're going to go back I know, up. I know, I like, know. Trust like me, winters. I bring that up to them all the time. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? They might come back down to Florida when they, like, they have one harsh winter, and they're like, okay, no, yeah, we're done with this. They have their number one son to visit. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any siblings, or are you the only child? I have a brother and a sister. Okay, yep. and they're up there? Yep. Okay. All in New Jersey. Nice. Oh, you're, you're down here. Yeah, I'm that, I'm that sibling. Aww. So then, when the construction is finally done in that part of the, the building, what really, let's talk a little bit about, like, what really are the plans that you want to have going in there? As far as the, as the expansion, I, I want to have an, a more loungier space. Okay. Um, you know, breweries can sometimes feel a little rigid as far as the, the hangout zone, uh -huh. and I want something that's going to be much more comfortable where you can come in, sit with your friends in a, in a, in a couch-like manner, or um, as far as lounge goes, more uh, entertainment options to do, like darts or shuffleboard or foosball or any of that kind of stuff, just to add to the general, you know, I want to hang out vibe. Yeah, vibe. Um, and then we're going to use it also as a uh, private event space that'll be you know, available for rent um, for any type of occasion. Um, I want to have weekly events there that are recurring through the week, like stand-up comedy and oh, trivia awesome. and stuff. You know, kind of put it into like one space and so we can fill up the, the tasting room as well simultaneously with the yeah. events. Um, and then I, I would also like to do more like uh, vendor fairs and live music events and not, not so much on the singer songwriter, but perhaps like a ticketed event and okay. a, 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 you know, a full piece band. That would um, cool. Hanging out. What about like little classes over there too? Because I could totally see like a whole like history behind brewing or like at home brewing sure. kind of class. Sure. Or even like kombucha is like really popular right mm -hmm. now and like, uh, you know, a little kombucha class. Yeah, I'm, there. I'm working on a like meet the brewer and I like a beer and cheese type of meetup and oh, all that kind of fun. stuff. Um, as far as the expansion space, I want to get um, yoga or bar or Pilates classes. I would love to get dance classes like shuffle dance or you know how learn how to tango. If the space is big enough, and I think that yeah. if we can really um, utilize it in the most proficient way having people here around the clock would really kind of anchor in a culture mm -hmm. uh, and yes. from multiple different, you know, uh, facets of St. Pete's social scenes. I agree. I like love it too, because it's just like, you can have like a dance class or do whatever back there and then come here and do a drink. And it is something fun to do with friends. That's not just like getting mm -hmm. coffee, a meal yeah. or drinking. It's something a little bit else, yes. which I feel like is St. Pete sometimes struggles with. You know, um, there's only, like, so many places you can go and eat or, like, drink or get coffee. Yeah. And adding something else to those places, mm -hmm. it creates another experience, which I feel like lacks a little bit. At which we're working on changing. Yeah. Uh, we're definitely getting some food vending people in here. Um, and I think in the future, we might uh, work on that endeavor ourselves. Um, but... Yeah, the idea of coming and hanging out at St. Pete with the expansion and outside, I really want it to feel like you can hang here all day if you want. You can linger at the bar for a little bit, chat yeah. with the bartender, then maybe go hang in the lounge and 
whatever, throw some darts or yeah. literally just kind of people watch outside on First Avenue. But then you can hang out in, the, in, in our gigantic uh, front patio yeah. area along the sidewalk where there's just a ton of picnic tables where you can, you know, elbow up with a bunch of your friends and stuff like yeah. that. Um, and then hopefully entertainment later on in the night so it can feel like you're hanging out in several different places all while being in at the space. same spot. It will open more seating too for you guys. Yeah. You know, more seating is always great because you want to pack in lots of people, obviously. Name of the game. For a business, uh -huh. yeah. Have you guys ever, like, had it where you guys been so busy that you, like, tapped out your kegs? Where we sold out of beer completely? Yeah. Oh, no. No, no. That, would be, that would be awesome, though. Uh, that's definitely... That's a goal, that's, that's, don't you think? That's brewery goals. Yeah, right there. seriously. We sold out of beer because everyone drank it, but you're hoping that it's not because of a lack of production. It's because... Because it's, it's just there's so many people. It just went so fast. Yeah. No, I, uh, I, I, will, I will not keep my breath held until that It would be cool, though. <laughs> it, it would be fun. Have you, like... Okay, so tell me, like, what... Obviously, like, First Friday is a huge thing in downtown St. Pete. Yeah. Um, we've come and we've picked up the aftermath of, of First Friday in downtown mm -hmm. St. Pete. But do you have any, like, crazy stories from here, like, where Friday, like, the first Friday, not Friday the 13th, where is my mind, but first Friday is just kind of absolutely bonkers. Um, not since, really, not after pandemic, no. well, not after quarantine and, yeah. and a lot of, like, the early stages of COVID. We would get some rowdiness. Um, it, it helps for the rowdy factor that we're right next to Angelo's. And when we are open later, I'm sure that there will be a little more of that mm -hmm. happening. But no, not, not, not so much, crazy. honestly. No. no. Um, other than the typical stuff like up and down Central Avenue. Yeah, maybe. that you see but, on a regular yeah. basis. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't do it. I, it's just too much. Everyone comes out like really ready to party, and I'm not about that life. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if you're if, if it's a Friday night and you're you have entertainment and a lot of a lot of people already in the mm -hmm. bar, um, and then a bachelorette party comes in, or a whole bunch of people after uh, the Rays or the Rowdies game or an event at Janice Live, and they just there's a brewery open. They tend to show up in a big group, yeah. and all of a sudden because of how small our tasting room was. Adding 15 people was like just, a busy, loud mm -hmm. bar, which I'm like really excited on the expansion thing so people can kind of Kind of disperse and spread yeah. out. I think it was, um, I think it was the drone show that we went to on the pier. I heard about that. Okay. And they were packing those people in, like it was, I, the St. Pete Pier is never gonna be that busy again. Yeah. Like, I, it, it's like everyone from St. Pete was there. And I remember we left a little early because we wanted to beat the traffic. And we were walking, and we were just looking at all these people on Beach Drive, and we're like, dude, you guys are about to get just thrown to the wolves. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was, like, walking by, and I was like, get ready, they're coming. The people who pay for them at penthouses facing Gulf Mexico along Beach Drive got their money's worth <laughs> that day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Yeah. It was really cool to see, but I just remember walking. I'm like, dude, these bartenders have no idea what's coming for them. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, because after that, like, people, they want to go out and they want to drink. They want to keep the party going. And yeah. I'm really happy I left early because it was going to be a shit show. Yeah. So then how important is it for you to have support from the community as you guys continue to grow? We have 
we have a lot of support from our community already. Um, I, we're pretty well established. Um, again, being St. Pete Brewing Company, we want to be a beacon in the community. Yeah. We, we want to stand out or not, not in a, because breweries are all kind of like in a fraternity. It's not about like a rise above the best, but it is business at the end of the day. Yes. And we want to be one of the hallmarks of your trip to St. Pete or we want you to be a regular at our establishment because we want to be able to cater to so many different people, mm -hmm. locals, tourists alike. And we want to, to it to be kind of a, a, a place where all of, all of those people can meet up and still have a really good time. Yeah, and I feel like it's St. Pete Brewing. So you, you guys want to represent, obviously, St. Pete, you know, a little bit extra because the city is in your name. Sure. You know, yeah. so yeah, you're, you're representing a little bit. It's okay. Yeah, Keep absolutely. your own horn. We're, we're going to do better at that. You've been, you've, been here, <laughs> you've been here since 2014. Toot your own horn a little yeah, bit. It's yeah. okay. DTSP, represent. Yeah. So you guys have, like, the space that used to be Beans and Barler. Are there any future plans to kind of take over, like, the space you have on the other side of you? No, necessarily. Uh, right now, as far as that being part of St. Pete Brewing Company, mm -hmm. per se, um, but... Uh, in the future, there may be something different than offices over there. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Maybe a little restaurant? Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> maybe. It might be a good idea. You know? Just a little St. Pete Brewing restaurant back there. Something. Yeah, it'd be cute. Um, thank you so much for talking uh, to us today. We are super excited about your guys' expansion thank and you. just kind of see what you guys put together and, and you know, bring to the city. Love it. Thanks for listening, St. Pete. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can catch all the fun conversations we will have with our local artists and business owners. Make sure you check out our guest info in the bio if you like what you heard today as well. We hope you all have a sunny day, and remember to always stay super cool.